Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's going to keep you awake, whether it's uh, thinking... You know, stuff on your mind, uh, stuff with your body, stuff with your feelings. Could be stuff. You could be stuffed with stuffing. You know, we, we've covered that before. Fluffing, fluff, any of those things. Uh, it's tough. It's tough, especially when your podcast is rhyming with stuff. You know, sometimes you're like, Scoots, I've had enough. And I'd say, well, that's no bluff. Uh, <laughs> My voice like a billy goat scruff. My chin covered in scruff. If I could, I would still drink duff, but I can't. So I guess I'm wearing headphones or as warm as earmuffs. I think I'll take a shower later and I'll... That's called a loofah, but I'll call it a luff. On my shirt, I, I, last time, I, if, if I do wear a shirt, then I'm rolling up because I got a singulated, though, at least one cuff. You know, I'm not, I would, you know, I'm in decent shape, but I wouldn't say I'm buff. Is there a Z, yuff, zuff, vuff? It's time for sleep with me. Did I say that the podcast would put you to sleep? Sorry about that. That was like a little bit silly. Let's, I want to start it out early. But I'm glad you're here. Usually I don't create a safe place with that, with that much amusement, but it's early. Get you settled in. Uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across a deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing. What did I say? I didn't say, oh, Billy Gruff, Gruff, Gruff. Billy, Billy Gruff. Yeah, Gruff tones. I will. They're creaky dulcet tones. Pointless meanders. It's uh, Goonies Week here on Sleep With Me. I guess this would be the last episode of Goonies Week. And we're rhyming at the perfect time because, uh, like, a lot of times, like, so there's a Cindy Lauper song. Cindy Lauper was a big 80s pop hit. Wonderful, wonderful uh, singer, personality, socially active, I believe. Friend, friend of Captain Lou Albano, so, or however you say his last name, the guy, I mean, this was a man who suffered from rubber band face. And Cindy was like, took him in. This was, a, this was a grown adult man. If you didn't live through the 80s, you didn't know this. He had rubber bands on his face. And it was a mystery to me as a child. What it, I don't know, what, and, but Cindy Lauper took him in, put him in music videos. This was back when they had music videos. But she had a song to go along with Goonies called Good Enough, uh, the Goonies song. And at bedtime, it can kind of feel like that. I don't know. Like, I would have loved for Cindy Lauper. No, actually, no offense, Cindy. I think Cindy Lauper, I'd prefer. Let's see, what time I have enough coffee in my system to handle Lauper level tones? Probably after 11 would be if I needed a Cindy Lauper, like, to show up in my place uh, and start singing. That would be the time. But that's the prime time when I'm going to be engaged with the world. That's when I need Lauper level tones. But there is that sense when you get in, when I get in bed, I don't want to project on any of you. But if you can relate to this, or maybe it's just something similar or totally di- different, where that voice in your head says, geez, good, like, good enough comes up, and it's never, hey, did you, did you know what today was? Good enough. You did a good, like, even then, I don't know, to, like, I think there are people out there that say, Whew, you really, you did it, did it today. You took good enough, and you put it in the dust. You were great enough uh, with that stuff. Remember when you made all those ridiculous rhymes earlier? No, this was what my voice was saying. Not good enough. Well, okay, wait, the rhyming? Too much. But what you said, it wasn't good enough. Right, if it was good enough, it would have been okay, but not when you were doing, oh. So I'm not good enough at rhyming stuff. You know, because I did try to create a word, luff, and... uh, uh, duff, I, I got duff. That was a pretty tough one. Zuff, I, I think I, if I had a, another, like, I don't think it would be, I guess it would be a decent dog's name, Zuff. Okay, stop. Okay, not good enough. Okay, I get it. So sometimes at bed, like, that could be a light version 
Other times it could be, remember those times you ra- rhymed to, your, to yourself in uh, middle school? Actually, I don't. I don't remember rhyming to myself. Well, you used to do that. It wasn't good enough then. It's not good enough now. I mean, I don't, like, listen, brain. I don't, like, oh, oh you're my internal critic? Oh, you're my turtle. Okay, well, whatever you call yourself. I don't want to, I know, like, in the adult world, I'm not a rhyme. You know, I'm no, I'm no, no, I, I can't drive. I can, I can drop rhymes on the floor. Like, it, like, it carry too many rhymes. And spill, I can spill rhymes. I guess I can't drop rhymes. Can't drop beats. I mean, I, mean, I can, uh, I can drop beats, just not in the metaphorical way, in the actual way. And actually, to be honest with you, I'd rather drop beats. I, like, if, like I said, I've talked about this on the podcast. I can taste the dirt and beats. I got no interest. I'd rather just drop them from my, and I have dropped beats actually. Oh, now I think I'm so funny. No, no, that was just, just came up. Like, actually, so that is proof. I'm not the I can't I'm not the best rhymer, but I'm I don't think I'm the worst. I think I'm good actually in rhyming. I think I actually am good enough. Oh, good enough for what? Well, you got me on that one. Good enough for a sleep podcast, I could tell you that. Probably not. So I don't know if anybody's observing this, but there really isn't and this is like could be real time for me and I don't know if anybody can relate. But I don't know if you notice in there, there's really no, I can't get a foothold. Even I'm trying, like I got my internal cheerleader who I, I, uh, let's see, how much have I spent in therapy? Oh boy, never mind. I don't want to think about that. It caused me, uh, but like I spent a lot of money developing these tools from my toolbox and even they don't work with this, this, uh, these bedtime Whatever they are, I don't know if they're Jungian or Freudian or like, but they're really tough to to get to get any kind of leeway with and say, well, listen, I know we're having this great talk about how I'm not good enough. We didn't. Well, we're going to get into my life with uh, romantic life now. Which part, the physical, emotional, or all of them? Can I can I just go to bed because I prefer. Like, believe it or not, as much, as much as you drain the life out of me, it doesn't help me fall asleep. It, like, so if we cover this romantic stuff right now, I got to go to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow. So I don't know. You can see there, there's really not really a way that I can, like, as is, is expansive as my toolbox is, which is, I mean, it's not a large. It's maybe, but it is a toolbox. I do have a toolbox now. Rusted shut. It is. Thanks. I'm glad you're glad you're here. Making sure everything I say gets criticized. Thank you. It is rusted shut, but it is still a toolbox, and I could could use could get it open if I needed to. But my point for the audience, uh, if you just let me complete my point here, internal critic, is that even if I got it open, you're very. Uh, I don't know if it's Taekwondo or. Uh, Krav Maga or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, maybe maybe all of those things. There's not really a toolbox I can throw. There's no reason to grapple uh, with you uh, because at it, bedtime it it just it, it it exhausts me, but it doesn't tire me out to fall asleep. And then what I did was I developed a podcast to help other people fall asleep. From what I've learned from our little tussles, and that's why I make the podcast. And usually these aren't as uh, didactic as this one. Or I don't know if this is pedagogic or pedagogic. <laughs> Just throw it out vocabulary. I'm trying to shift to the, I got to get this critic, you know, I got to turn down another lane here. But like, uh, I can I make this podcast to distract you from that whole process. Because if it's anything like mine, to disengage is very, very hard. So I made this podcast to to take your mind off. So, so so it's a little bit silly and a little bit goofy. But what I do is I tell. But well, first we do five minutes of business, cover, pay the bills. Uh, then we're in the middle of an intro here. Yeah, about a minute and a half till it's about twelve minutes, and we like to make them twelve to fourteen minutes. And you can drift off at any point. You don't really have to listen to me, but hopefully I can take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And it'll be lighthearted after this. Like, because uh, uh, the whole idea is to to ease some of the, to give some relief at bedtime, to take the pressure off. You don't have to listen to me, but I'll be here for an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You know, no, so you just kick back and listen to me. 
And uh, like, uh, I don't know, it all, it all comes from a place of that I've been there and I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. And if I can take your mind off stuff and distract you, but also as I distract you, realize that he doesn't really, doesn't really know where he's going or he may not be going anywhere. It's kind of like rocking a boat, like, like I'm rocking the boat gently or a train or whatever. I don't know. I guess because I don't think I could rock a train. It wasn't I saying something earlier that was like, well, I, I, I wish I could rock a train. I, I, that would be a whole different podcast. So obviously the train rocker podcast, the podcast that puts everyone on a train to sleep uh, with uh, probably with superpowers. We do it with a bit, I guess it would be like, I probably would hold my mouth against a train and send my voice through the, so it would be, it would be like this podcast. You send my voice through the, uh, the what do they call that? The freaking bones of the train or whatever, train metal. And I, I, I rock the train gently. Wasn't that in a song, I rock the train gently? No, was not. So that's the kind of person that you're listening to tonight. Person that fantasize one day I'm gonna hit a big time. I'm gonna be rocking trains. You know they got the Napa wine train. This would be a train for some people that wine with it. And I'd say, well, if you come on to the, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would call it the rock, you know, bed, bed, sleep train. <laughs> that's that's taken. You're right, Bray. Thank you. My lawyer brain just chimed in. And uh, I probably would charge probably $10,000 a ticket. So I don't know. That might eliminate most uh, everybody. So, because let's see, rocking a train. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably have to start taking some supplements and protein. Probably need some protein powder over here. I don't know what else. I, you know, definitely have to get some more Advil. I've seen some vibrating belt added on TV. So I'd probably have to get that. So, yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll just stick to this podcast. So this podcast, goofy, well-intentioned, doesn't work for everybody, takes a few tries. If you look at the reviews in iTunes, uh, you can see a lot of people say, gee, I tried a couple times and it works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, but you're under no pressure to either fall asleep like me or listen to me. If you know, if anything, I'd like to earn your trust or learn, I almost said learn your trust. Man, that's like a hedge, you say. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to learn your trust. That's that's a that's a mind bender. I don't, I don't even I may have to bend my mind around to even figure out what it means. I mean, let's just go through this intro. It's an extra long one, I guess. But uh, at the beginning, I started rhyming. And at the end, I'm talking about rocking trains. And that's kind of how it is every week, uh, the intros. After this will be a bedtime story, uh, Super Doll stories. And as they say at every podcast, because I've been there, uh, lying there, looking at the ceiling, checking the clock, you know, go ahead and put your phone down if your sleep timer's set or whatever. I'm glad you're here. Not only do I hope, I work hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you for coming by. Uh, it's it's my turn to pick the movie tonight, so I, I, I'd appreciate if we, we just, uh, we, can we cover this after the movie, because I picked out the movie, it's finally my turn. Okay, I'm sorry, but we cannot, pay. this 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 alert just came in from NAG, and Carbon Man and I have been trying to decipher what it means, and Flex interpreted some of it. Flex, can you talk about what's going on? It's not good. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, let's see. It, he's trying to explain it without trying to over-explain it. So there's a beam coming across space. Uh, a, I guess, it, let's just say it's a particle beam, because everybody that has seen a movie will understand that. There is a, kind of a, it's not actual particles in, well, there is, okay, never, don't worry about the te- technology. There's a beam coming across space. Whence this beam comes from? Uh, whence I don't like the beam's coming from a planet pretty far away, and I'll try to answer all the questions before you. If you could just hold it. So, what? Where, where the beam's coming from? Far, far, another universe or another galaxy? 
Well, way more advanced than ours. It's headed straight for Earth. It's, it's the best early warning. Like those satellites, they, anyway, the best they can tell is straight. It's coming towards Earth. It's uh, going. Uh, it, Earth will. It, it's going to get Earth out of the way. Uh, what's interesting is the beam's carrying a signal in front of it, a communication signal. It took Nag a little while to understand it. That's actually like the satellites picked that up, and then we, we, anyway, the the it says that we're blocking. Like this is going to be a communications route, and Earth's in the way. Even though this is space, and there's all the there's stuff that you know maybe they have technology-wise. Shortest distance between two points. Uh, if you're shooting a particle beam, still more or less a straight line. You know, maybe it's straight with a curve, a curved line sometimes, but still pretty straight. And Earth's in the way of their beam, uh, so it's going to come through. Uh, okay, what, what do you mean? They're, they're going to beam out Earth? Yeah, they're sending a beam, and it, it's 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 coming pretty soon. So it's uh, there's you know we obviously can't uh, get everybody off Earth, and the beam's extremely powerful, and there's no known technology to stop it uh, that we know about. And so the options are like uh, like a lot of the NAG officials are thinking there is a place on the moon. They think the moon, or there's other places that they, they won't even tell me about. But uh, so some people are thinking about leaving, like moving away. And they have, you know, the different, all those science fiction movies that said, well, we'll repopulate with uh, this ship, you know, the thing from not Gravity, not Inception, the other one, or another group is like, we're going to try this. Re so it doesn't look g g g great. Okay, but uh, wait, so that's it, or we get? What are we gonna do about it? We're gonna do something about it, right? I wish I had a magic spell to solve this problem. Okay, everyone, this electorate. Now, yeah, we're gonna do something. We just don't know what. But we have to do something. I think the thing is, a lot of people are nags giving nags giving up in. You know, there was lots of talk about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and was this inspired by it, or was it? But this is just a like a. But we're we're not leaving, obviously. So as I was talking with Flex and Carbon Man, I remembered. Remember that bunker we went into with the hero, the Keeper. I don't. Can, can anybody remember what he was? Oh yeah, the guy that lived in the bunker with all the MREs. Oh, yes, I remember. He did not clean up. He just threw his MRE wrappers into the the cave his bunker was in. Well, yeah, I remember. After I was alone with him for a little while, and he told me that he was rambling about this, like, almost exact scenario. But he was really rambling, saying uh, everyone was going to move away and that he had hidden a map to, to, to a ship with a treasure to solve everything so we wouldn't have to move. And I thought he was talking about a movie. Uh, yeah, that's the movie I, I want to watch tonight, actually. Uh, you know, exactly the movie. That's the movie we're going to watch. I think he was just talking about the movie. Wait a second. This is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie. It doesn't sound anything like it. It sounds like another movie. No, 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 it's not the, it doesn't matter. I think he, like, so I think we should go to his bunker because I think he he had said he has a ship, like, to, to stop this and that, because uh, remember he said he was the keeper and in times when, uh, so I don't know, I think we should go to his bunker and see what we should, can find out. Okay, let's go. By the power of podcasting, we will head out to... Okay, let's just get in. Okay, let's open the the bunker doors. Are already open. Yes, that is not good. Yeah. No, oh no, someone's been. They've ransacked his bunker. Someone was here first, looking for the same thing we're looking for. Well, that is a good sign, then, that it, we're on the right track. Yeah, Carbon Man, it is a good sign. Now he said, I think he was saying, he kept talking about a map and. 
remember that the movie? It was hidden in a uh, painting that somebody dropped, I think. Uh, but he said he would never make that mistake and hide it in the painting. He said he would. He was going to put it someplace where no one would look. And I think he said, look, and then he giggled. And then he said, look, and then he like raised his eyebrows. And I thought he was being, I, I was, I said, I said, D -d -d we're supposed to be heroes. I, like, I guess I was confused. So where is a place no one would look within this bunker? It looks like they've looked everywhere. Uh, it's probably some kind of riddle, like a place no one would look. Is like you know, it's I think it's un I think it's an easy riddle actually. What do you mean? What do you mean it's an easy riddle? I don't I don't have an answer. Where where why don't you? I I don't know. Like where would no one look? Uh, um, like I would say top of the fridge. I place it under the fridge. Okay, I'll look there. And um, anyone else? I look, where would no one look? Is does he have a uh, like under? I guess you would still look if he had aquarium, but I don't see aquarium. Uh, what about an eye mask? Like if he had an eye mask, I, I think you're getting close. I think you're getting close. Oh, the magic of a riddle. What is one place? Does it say anything else? Like a place one would look but no one would see. I think that's a spell. Yeah, by the power of Newt and the beard of Sadu. I, I don't think I learned that one. I think I have to move my hand in a half. The place that one looks with no... I need to. I need a new spell book. Okay, can we just... Uh, it's it's a, it's earphones. I think it's earphones. Look for a set of earphones. Like a place no one would look. It's probably, it probably has to do with ears. Like earphones. No one would look without, you know... Well, that's that's just too easy. Do you think it? Oh, I see. I see earphones here, and there's in stuffed in the earphones. It was easy. It was. It was uh, too easy. But yes, there's a map in this earphones here. Okay, let me see that map. Okay, so this is where we are, and it looks like underneath. So we're in a bunker within a cave already, and then underneath this bunker. Well, it looks like it's underneath. If we just push it, do, do, oh, we already just push this dishwasher. That's probably another place no one would look at. Underneath the dishwasher, oh, there is. There's a little entrance here. It says uh, leprechaun entrance. Is that supposed to be some kind of joke? I think it is. I think it's just a joke. Uh, but we're going to, okay, open it up and, uh, yeah, let's climb down in there and let's, uh, it, it, I, I'm not sensing anything. So let's get down in there and let's, uh, Looks like it's a ladder down there. Let's let's take it. Yeah, it's very well well lit. I I really like how uh, even though it's uh, we're gonna be oh yeah, climbing down. It's a warm light here, really expansive. I like how the handholds are so comforting. And and uh, is it my imagination or is that calming music playing? This is well. There's nothing here. Uh, this is like uh, the, the 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 most interesting. Like uh, I've never crawled down uh, something so, so uh, expansive and relaxing before. You know, you're right. I, it, it almost feels like there's there's gravity assist on this ladder, but I don't think there is. And I think they have it angled at a way where it doesn't even feel like we're going straight down. It, it it's almost comforting. I am hearing some music, but I can't quite hear it. It's so. Relaxing this descent, and then okay, well, now we're coming down to a okay. This must, and then there's a giant chamber right through this. So let's go through this passageway, and it looks like if we look at the map here, we were supposed to choose one of those three entrances. I think that one, that one there, it looks like. Huh, I'm noticing, I'm not sensing. Does anyone else? My my powers of perception are off, or anybody else's powers off? Uh, to do to be this deep in the earth, I do not uh, detect any creatures. I, I, I my powers are not uh, they're being blocked. Uh, yeah, I'm not stretchy. I'm I, I'm not sensing any of my powers either. I'm I, I, our powers are being blocked. My magic is not at hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's I'm, I'm not a uh, detail. 
Okay, so our powers are blocked. It's clear that. Oh, and now I see why entering from across this giant, uh, this giant stone chamber. That's the siren. And uh, what are those humanoid moles? Those are so cute. Uh, those are humanoid moles. Uh, they're mole people, not a humanoid mole. So mole, pe- mole persons uh, is the correct terminology. I've, I've met them before. But they seem to be entranced by the humming of the siren. Uh, she's speaking now. Ah, the heroes are here. Good to see you, heroes. Uh, you're in pursuit of the same thing I am. Uh, but it's a shame that I, whatever you, whatever you must take, I may capture. Uh, that's not the correct line. You're quoting a movie and that's off. It does not matter. If you no longer have your powers, I have the power of the siren song. And I also have an army of mole friends here. So I'm going to give you two choices. One, hand me the map, and you could... I guess you could hang out at Earth. I know that map. Uh, I tried to find... I thought the mole people would be able to find the ship, but I know deep down... Uh, below this chamber is hidden a ship uh, that I can use uh, to both escape Earth, but maybe save it or deal with the planet. Uh, uh, you know, a powerful, powerful ship. So hand me the map so I can find the ship, or I will sing and bring this chamber down. You know, I'll bring down the house, and then the mole people will get the map. You know, they, they I think they eat rocks or they chew the rocks. The mole people are not very conversational. So what do you choose, Electra? I, I choose... I choose, I choose could we just discuss this? Because if you're going to... This is all of Earth. This isn't like a good... This is a gray area situation. Isn't there so much on Earth you could... Isn't your purpose to kind of counterbalance us and then try... Like, without Earth, what are you going to do? Electra, your vision is so simple. I, I will either tell Nag to, to I, if, if I have the power to save Earth, I have the power over Earth. And if I have the power to leave Earth, so, so I, I, I'm expanding my options, Electra. Well, I'm not comfortable with that, so we're not going to give you the, the, the map. Uh, but before you start singing, Electra, I have coming up with plan while you're buying time. I, I uh, do speak, while well, I do not have my powers, I do have the power of, uh, I, can't, I can sing in mole. It's not a power, it's just a ta- it's something I've learned uh, for when I was meeting these mole people on another adventure before I was a member of our team. So here's what I'll do as I'm whispering in your ear while you're buying time and the siren is warming up her chords. On the count of three, I will start singing in mole. And this is a song that will uh, the, the, it'll break the spell of the siren's spell. And uh, I will have, they will run towards me. They will also probably, uh, they won't stop for the siren. So she won't be expecting it. They'll all run past or over through the uh, siren. And to me, I will run away down uh, this other chamber here, uh, the side chamber over there. And uh, you run to the to the right area. If you follow the map, and uh, and I think oh this is and see the sirens starting to kick. So so you to black your right. Go now. Oh siren, I love your song. Unfortunately, I sing a mole song. I don't know if the mole people like this track or not. Actually, I know they don't. It is the call of the mole, and it calls a little something like this. Mole, mole, marmor, mole, my mole, mole, me mole. I can't sing though because it's, but as I'm singing, you know, I'm also commenting on my singing because I'm a throat singer. It's uh, I'm only singing right now. That was my warm up siren, but now I'm singing via my throat at a nodule level that only the moles can detect. Uh, oh, and they're running towards. Okay, everybody, run. Oh, Omaha, won't you get a time? I'll stay. No, 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 don't stay with me. I will run this way. Please, uh, you complete the mission and save Earth. Oh, but what about you? Uh, I will do as I must do. Is it, but goodbye. Okay, come on, everybody. Let's go. Let's rush. Uh, you know, it's, 
Let's rush with the power of podcasting. Okay, so we, we I think we need to be careful about um, uh, protective measures they've taken. Uh, so I think we got to watch. Oh, dear. What is... Uh, oh, what is this? It seems that it's a protective measure. So we'll have to go around this. Is it a prophylactic? Is it a preventative prophylactic? Does that mean preventative or protective? I don't know what you, oh dear, what is that under, is that the man from the bunker down sleeping under there? Oh yeah, he's, 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 he's pretty good asleep. Uh, he's sleeping in a farm somewhere, I think. Uh, yeah, that's, this, these tatters here, this used to be his cape, he's in his uniform. And he only made it this far. This is his, his see, this is his, uh, he, he had a hip, he had one of those hip sacks on. Uh, it's it's called a fanny pack. Okay, fanny pack, but he was wearing it on the side. It has his superhero medallion in it. Look, it even has it. I think this is this is like a taxi medallion. How come we didn't get any of these? Oh, Neg wanted to do that, believe it or not, and I told them no. I, I said, you're not going to sell off the superhero medallions. You wouldn't believe the price they wanted. I said, we're your heroes, so, so we'll make our own, my own medallions. And then I said, so there, and then they said, then now every time I talk to them, they say, do you have your, have you made any medallions? And I, so I don't, yeah, so I don't like medallions. That is a nice medallion. It's, it's, you know, okay, I'm going to keep it with us. But yeah, it seems like, uh, uh, I forgot what this hero's name was or even, but this hero could only got this far, but we got to keep going, but. We don't even have our superpowers. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I think we should go. I think we should go back and try to uh, help Omaha, and and just uh, I don't know about this whole thing because uh, we don't even know how long we've been down here for. When was that beam getting here? I have to agree because I, I believe the beam was uh, like we should get to the surface. This quest just seems to. Uh, it, 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 or we should split up maybe, and then some of us go, go, one of us go help Omaha, one of you or two of you, and then the rest of us go back to the surface and help nag. Uh, uh, we we got to find another way to fix things. This this way is uh, foolhardy. Well, I, I don't see how it's foolhardy. The, uh, Siren just confirmed that there's a sh- there should be a ship. She, she confirmed our suspicions, so we should just keep following this map. We just have, but I do wonder with the power of podcasting how Omaha is doing. Huh. Oh dear, I'm captured here in the chamber, and the siren is making me carry some rocks because she caved in so she can't go and pursue my friends. Luckily, I'm going to go very slow. She told me she wished she could reactivate my powers, but she's having this whole area blocked. Oh dear, what is, is that a giant, that is the giant Molbot she stole from the professor. Uh, hello, Molbot, do you speak, a, do you speak a language? I do speak a language, the language of carrying rocks. I need to move these rocks out of the way. Okay, it's good to see you. I'm going to move rocks too. Do you, do you ever uh, like to uh, throw rocks? I do uh, drop rocks once in a while, but I do not like to make, uh, I do not like to disappoint the siren. Oh, yeah, I totally hear you. She is, she, she probably is a terrible boss, I would think. Uh, not easy to deal with. Probably doesn't appreciate you, because you are re- really, you could go, you could use a nice polish. You look like uh, you're a very uh, good robot, a very large I remember you have uh, your rockets in your feet. Uh, she's disabled my rockets because I wait. She said I used to waste too much uh, fuel. Oh boy, did you ever think about? Uh, I I tell you, when I was a little girl, and I would go to a uh, Sylvan Beach. Uh, there was never any rocks on that beach. So then, another time, we would go to uh, Green Lakes out. Uh, this is in the Syracuse area. 
And uh, that was a good place to skip a rock if you could find a foot. If you ever skipped a rock before. I do not know what skipping rocks is, but I feel an affinity towards you for introducing it. It sounds fun. Oh, it's fun. We would have to find a water area. I hear some water on the other side of these rocks, but I think if we could get through here uh, before the siren comes and checks, actually, I think she'd probably think, calculate how long it would take you to move all the rocks. If you could do it faster, I could teach you. Maybe even if we, if you could do maybe smash a few rocks, we could fly into a nice flat few and we could skip rocks together and maybe meet my friends. They're much nicer. I think I will do that. So let me smash these rocks and then we will go skip rocks. Thank you. Okay. I wonder how my friends are doing, though, by the power of podcasts. Uh, I think we're, I think we, uh, I think we've got all these uh, defensive devices uh, disabled. So uh, let me just pat, let's just pat each other on the back. Oh dear, uh, Flex, why are you patting uh, Mesmaro on the back? Mesmaro, you're not patting the old. I'm I'm patting the old hero on the back because he's done such a magical job lying here sleeping. Oh, Mesmaro, you triggered the one we hadn't disabled. Let's all move very quickly through this one and. Uh, uh, let's keep going through here, everybody quickly moving, and well, let's all hold hands. Uh, Carbon Man, I don't want to hold, oh, Miss Morrow, I don't want to hold, okay, let's just all hold hands, and we'll navigate towards the dark, and yes, we're all having tingly feelings, and now we're getting, now it's a, it's just dripping water on us all, so maybe we should huddle together and get warm, and stay close to one another. What is that up ahead? I see a bright light in a pool of water. I wonder what that could be. It looks like a pool of water. Uh, water, I mean, this could be our solution. What if um, we came up with a way to uh, steam all, like we could move Earth out of orbit maybe? Or... Uh, what if we, maybe we should just, uh, t- t- like, what if we... Oh, I'm just trying to think of other ideas that would be easy for us to get out of this instead of keep going. I'm like, I'm cold down here. Yeah, I'm cold too. This is a lecture. This is the worst. I mean, I don't care if we're trying to save all of Earth. I think we should just be realistic and try to save some of Earth. Like Flex was almost trying to come up with a plan. But if we get back to the surface of Earth, we'll have our powers... And we could probably save a pretty large section of Earth by freezing, you know, freezing the water out. That's what I think Flex was going to say. And then carving out that part of the water and then, you know, taking it off planet. I'm sure we could find another planet and, it, you know, cry, it'd be like a cryogenic thing. And we could, I'm sure, well, Omaha, we don't even know where Omaha is either. We don't... We, and the siren seems to outwitted us. If we could get back to the surface, we could top the siren. And she doesn't have the map, so we don't have to worry. But I don't even know. We should just check in with Nag. Yeah, I, I got. I hate to agree with anybody. I normally would like to have a contrary, but I'm contrary to this idea of keeping going, Electra, because it's uh, the clock is ticking. This is a solution quest we're on offers no certainty. And we don't have our superpowers. We're, we're somewhere the siren and a team of mole, you know, I, I, I just have the gut to sense that uh, that's not good. Plus, I'm cold. When you're wet and cold, it's the worst. It just is. It's hard to, th- you know, so hard to be brave when you're wet and cold. And, you know, so I think we should just go go back. See, see, that's where the sunlight's coming from, the sun up on the earth, up that hole. Yes, I, Electra, I've discovered a rope here, and it goes right to the surface. And while I don't have power of flight, I still have the power of strength, so I could help some of us carry up this rope, or I could climb up there, and we could get to the surface of the earth. And we could just mark, I don't see why we wouldn't just mark where this hole is. They deal with some stuff and return to this spot here and deal with it later. You know, check in, you know, weigh our options. 
uh, be sensible, be realistic. Again, maybe look at this plan of moving a majority or, you know, a small, you know, we, we could use some of the nags. Uh, we could, we could get some people off the earth. I think we don't need to, get, we don't need to save if we can't, we got to be realistic is what we're saying. Electra and we're wet and cold. Oh my. I guess uh, being wet and cold does drain heroism from heroines and heroes. And yeah, we're down here and we don't know where we are. And it, But down here, it, 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 it's Earth's time. Up there, it's Earth's time too. Uh, but that time is... It, you know, down here, it's our time to do something right now. We're We're close. I can sense it. And if we believe that uh, superheroes that preceded us placed a superhero in a bunker deep within the earth, who we kind of forgot who he was or what his mission was, we can't forget what our mission is, even if we're all wet and cold and chattering or whatever, that we're the heroes. In Earth's hour of greatest need, we're supposed to be down, you know, it's our time to save the earth. That's what I was trying to get to. It's our time. When there's no hope, we're the hope that's left, that springs. When the whole earth is wet and cold, we're the ones that are supposed to warm it up, Chris. You know, we're about to. Uh, because that's what we were born to do. Or some of us, you know, acquired our powers afterwards and then, you know, through uh, life events became heroes and heroines. So we're going to, we need to keep going on and we need to save the earth despite being wet and cold. It's, you know, I know it's not easy. And I don't have, we don't, you know, I can't say Mesmaro would give us this. Oh, yes, I'm very cold, by the way, and wet. I didn't have my chance to mention that. And I think we should go, I could, I could have, make a spell of essence of hot cocoa. And we would all feel like we're drinking hot cocoa and our hot cocoa. Oh, that sounds great. Let's do that. No, it's our job to save Earth when nothing else can. And that's what we're going to do. And I know that's what all of you believe. You're just you're just not feeling so great, right? It's our t- it's our time to save Earth. Uh, you're right. Forget being forget being wet and cold, and the warm sunlight streaming through there, and the idea of being like warm like cocoa. Yes, I would. I, I, you're right, Electra. You didn't even shame us, but you're right. Oh, I guess you're right. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, let's go. I just wonder. Wait, uh, okay, let's go through this next chamber. But what's that noise? It's I, Omaha, and my good friend, uh, uh, Molbat. But I very close in between pursuing me is Moles and uh, the siren. This Molbat, this is everybody. Everybody, this is Molbat. Hello, everybody. You keep going, and I will block this hole here uh, with my robot. Oh, Molbot, don't stay behind. No, you must go. Okay, Molbot, I'll go because you're only a robot. Do you have a country? Have you uh, gone over the uh, whatever that is, the eclipse uh, singularity? Molbot has a consciousness. And because Molbot loves Omaha. Oh. That is heart-wrenching. Good thing I'm not wet and cold like all of them. Let's keep moving, though. Good job, Molbot. You're also a hero. Okay, it looks like up here... Oh, those are sleeping... Are those sleeping rock puppies? Oh, yes, I encountered these two when I go into Earth. These are sleeping rock puppies, but they're licking you. It's very rough. So rough, in fact. They are nice, but they will lick you. And their tongues are also rock, so it won't be good for anybody. But they're all asleep, so if we just go through here very carefully, we will uh, get through here, this spot. And uh, I can hear the moles and the siren in pursuit. Maybe they'll wake them up and then... Okay, let's just sneak through here then. Mesmaro, you go last, since you're most likely to... um... Mesmaro will be going last and stepping... Around the rock creatures very carefully. One step at a time, Ms. Morrow makes. So calmly each step, Ms. Morrow. Wait a second. Crunchy, crunchity, crunch. I have pockets full of Fritos and things. 
I'll leave them behind. Crunchity crunch. And that will wake them up when the... Okay. Mesmaro, what are you doing? Oh, I'm leaving Cheetos behind and Fritos behind. And believe it or not, they're not a stale. So let's keep going. Uh, we're through with rock creatures, and uh, I think that will buy us even more time. Okay, so we're through this next room here, and this uh, oh, there's a, a giant stone door. Uh, yes, there's a giant, what is that there? It's a telegraph machine. Huh, that's weird. It's a telegraph machine. And I guess that must be what opens the door. Uh, oh, on the back of the map is a, like a, a, there's a puzzle. It says, uh, it says, what do you want to save? And then it has a blank, a blank, blank, three, three letters. And then six letters, then five letters. So it's a puzzle. What do you want to save? It is, uh, this is like Wheel of Fortune. I can hear the most coming though. So does anybody know Morse code? Oh, yeah, I, I do. Father used to try to communicate by Morse code. So you sure it's the? Okay, T is a dash. So T, that's an easy one. T is one of the easiest ones. It is. And then E, but I don't want to press it. T, H, what was H? Uh, oh, H, one, two, four dots. One, two, three, four. And then a minute, and then E. Oh, it opened a little bit. So it was the. What are we trying to save? Uh, it'd be P P P people. No, no. Uh, it's easy. Can you? Can you? Come on! I don't want to have to solve all these for everybody. Okay, I'll give you a hint. The next letter is a P. Okay, P is a dot dot dash dash dot. Okay. P, what are we trying to save? The P, the P, the P. Okay, do, do an L next. Okay, an L. L is dot dash dot dot. The plot, plotties? I don't know. What is, okay, it's the planet Earth because the moles are coming. Can you just go faster? Okay, the P, L, I don't have a pencil. P, L, A, dash, dot dash. Oh, dear. Oh dear, that floor just fell off when I paid. Okay. P L A N N. Oh no, what is N? Dash dot dash dot. Okay, that E E is the easy dot. Uh, T. Dash. Planet. The planet. Uh, planet Earth. Oh, dot. E A dash. Oh no, it's dot dash. Oh no, there goes another piece of the floor. It's dot dash. P L A. Oh, that's why I messed it. There goes another piece of the floor. Dot dash. Dot dot. P L and then dot dash. Oh, Carbon Man, you holding down there? Oh, where's Ms. Morrow? I'm down here. Luckily, I brought, picked up a staff, and it's hooked on to the belt of Carbon Man. Okay, where was that? Those moles are P L A N, P L A N E E dot dot. Oh no, they're here. The moles are about to come. Oh, whoops! I'm spelling the wrong word. That's why that floor fell. E A, E A. Oh no. Oh, I left off on R. There's very dot dash dot. Okay, E A R dash T H dot 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 dot. Okay, now we're free. Oh, that was a false alarm. Sorry, buddy. It looks like uh, my Morse code lesson. Okay, let's go through here quickly. It seems like this is some sort of metal. These are pneumatic tubes. So I guess we have to get into these pneumatic tubes. Uh, to go to the next stage of our journey. Well, I've always wanted to travel by a pneumatic tube, but it's too bad the whole Elon Musk thing happened. What's an Elon Musk? Yeah, don't don't let's just let's just go and let's get in these tubes. It's going to be really fun. We oh, I love being in a, a, a pneumatic tube. I love being in the nomadic tube. This is fun.
wow, this is pleasantly ple- pleasant moving through this tube. Yeah, this tube is kind of, uh, I'm enjoying it. It feels like the end of our journey. I'm enjoying this. It's very stimulating moving through this tube. I feel like a hero moving through this pneumatic tube. We, and everybody's coming out of the tubes. Wow, there's like into, this is a foam pit. Oh, this is nice. And on the edge of the foam pit looking straight, whoa, down below the foam pit, that's lava. Oh, but if we just cross this gangplank here, it goes right to a, is that a giant spaceship with something on the front of it? Yeah, that's the ship. It's a one-eyed Willie. That's the name of the ship. Uh, so there is uh, some sort of joke in there. Uh, but yeah, I think the one eye at the front, that it seems like uh, if I'm imagining how I would have designed it, uh, that's a particle beam deflector. And what it'll do is actually use the energy of the particle beam to to, to send the particle beam back to the planet. So let's go inside and check it out. Okay, let's go inside. Okay, now when we go inside, don't anybody touch anything, Uh, especially any buttons, you know, that say like anything. Don't press anything. Yeah, don't press anything. So this, yeah, okay, so there's a big red button. And it looks like that's weird. Is but there? Uh, I think that says uh, that's the instantly save Earth button. So th- this must be a pre-programmed an autopilot thing. And then the gr- green button that must be man manual. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to get. Me. This is not an earthly ship, but it made for to save Earth. So I think we've done it. We're, we're going to save Earth. I guess all we need to do is, and, and then we'll be able to stay on Earth. Everybody will be able to stay on Earth. This is great. It's terrific. Great, Electra. We couldn't have done it without your bravery and leading us here. You should feel really good. Well, I'm just glad we can save Earth. So. Is what were the buttons again? Uh, of how to how to do it? Because I I got, I got I wasn't totally listening. Oh yes, what were the buttons to save Earth? Hello everyone, it is me and my moles here, and I just happened to uh, notice that you found the way to the ship for me and cleared out everything just in time for me to take the ship from you. Now the moles uh, are already uh, silencing Omaha. Thank you. And yes, take them into custody, moles. And again, so what were the buttons again? Um, I I, I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, usually green means go, and then red probably means don't, you know, don't. Oh, yes, I, did. I, I thought you'd try something like that. I'll do the opposite of what you said. Because I know you know what you're talking about, and you would never tell me. Oh, darn. Uh, but, but first, before I take this ship, I would like to uh, send you to the uh, gate to walk to the plank. Uh, wouldn't be complete without uh, tying up all the loose ends. Moles, take them to the uh, gangplank and have them walk all together off of the edge. There's a lot of lava down there. That's not good. Oh, you won't feel a thing, believe me. Okay, well, let's just all hold. Okay, yeah, everyone hold one another. And it doesn't matter what happens just because, it, like, uh, great job, Flex. That really, so you saved Earth, so it doesn't, so we did a great job. Uh, this feels a little bit like the end. Well, this isn't the it, it, it doesn't matter, okay? We're just going to go to the edge here. And uh, uh, Omaha, what are you doing? I'm singing. Uh, I'm throat singing. And, uh, and, and uh, I think, don't worry, just go, we'll go to the end of the blank. My throat singing, is, you cannot hear it. Uh, but I do hear as we go off the edge of the gangplank the sounds of jet shoes on the agile mole robot coming to save us. Ah, uh, yes, I am Molbot 2000 coming to catch you and catch you before you fall. Hello, Omaha, my friend. I want, still want to skip a stone, uh, but I wouldn't skip that without you. Oh, well, as the siren, I'm not happy with you, but I still have the ship, so I'm going in the ship and closing the door. Superheroes or not, and pressing this red button. 
And she just hit the red button. CF asked the ship, okay, the ship's kind of causing some non-stability in this chamber. So what's going to happen with the ship? It'll just go straight into space, block the particle beam, and send it back. And then actually the planet that sent the particle beam, it's going to take a while. Like, uh, it would have taken them, you know, stuff over space, even for advanced technologies, can be slow. But yeah, that planet won't, they won't be around to bother us anymore. Oh, I don't know. Is it, was, is that a morality issue or ethical issue? No, it's the only way we could save Earth was to send the beam back where it came, whence it came. Whence it came. And now we're flying on a giant mole, 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 mole bot to get us out of this chamber. I, yes, I'm telling the mole bot, uh, we're going to the beach, mole bot, to skip stones, uh, Okay, well, I'm going to put in an order for uh, donuts because this was really heroic and food. I'll have Nag deliver it. I'll tell Nag we're safe. Mobot, do you have a... Mobot can send communications as we leave this chamber. So we'll just sit on the beach and we'll skip stones and we've saved Earth once again. And Mobot, I guess you're a new friend of ours. Uh, You'll live with us now. Mobot would rather live in the earth, but that's a nice offer. But let's go skip stones and still be friends. Oh, Mobot, you are so honesty for a robot that has consciousness. Thank you. Yes, let's skip stones uh, together and bask in the sense that that we saved earth once again. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thanks, everybody. It'll be great. And let's just skip some. Oh, wow. Mobot, you're natural. Well, it's one, two, three, four, five, pat, 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 pat. Okay, Mesmero, no, Mesmero, you're supposed to hold it flat. Uh, I know you said you have your own technique for skipping stones. Oh, Flex, you're you're quite a good skipper. Oh, okay, Lick, you have to skip one of the giant stones. Yes, it's. I've seen giant stones skip, but they only skip once or twice. Oh, nine, I like how you skip it off the wave. That is very nice. Oh, here comes our delivery of uh, uh, snacks and treats. Oh, boy. And let's just lie here on the sand and watch the clouds flow by, knowing we had another job well done. Good night. I want to say thanks and good night to some patrons. To Catherine, thanks and good night. Annie, thanks and good night. Tomas, thank you and good night. Uh, Cash, thanks and good night. Huang, thanks and good night. Alana, thanks and good night. Betsy, thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Sean. Uh, thank you and good night to Arthur. Uh, thank you and good night to Type AAA. Uh, thank you and good night to Callie M. Thank you and good night to Edward H. Uh, thanks and good night to Mike S. Uh, thanks and good night to L. Jackson. Uh, thanks and good night to Sarah G. Thanks and good night to Karen K. Thank you and good night to Patricia R. Uh, thanks and good night to our friend uh, Samella. Thank you and good night. Thanks and good night to Joe F. Uh, thanks and good night to Dave. Uh, thanks and good night to Gary B. Thanks and good night to Sarah J. Uh, thanks and good night to Jenna M. Thanks and good night to Pat W. Uh, Kippy Ann, thanks and good night. Mr. K, thanks and good night. Kyla, thanks and good night. Sadie, thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Rachel S. Thanks and good night to Jillian B. Thank you and good night to Dennis N. Thanks and good night to Ann H. Uh, thank you and good night to William W. Thank you and good night to Janelle T. Uh, thanks and good night to Melissa H. To the J. Thanks and good night to Emma B. Thank you and good night to Anna. Judith, thank you and good night. Uh, Tammy S., thank you and good night. Tracy B., thank you and good night. Eric H., thank you and good night. Uh, Brian D., thanks and good night. Roy O., thank you and good night. Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin A., thanks and good night. Lacey E., thanks and good night. Hakan V., thanks and good night. Kent M., thanks and good night. Teresa R., thank you and good night. Uh, Brandy B., thanks and good night. Gail M., thank you and good night. Kevin C., thank you and good night. JB, uh, thanks and good night. Uh, Jessica P., thanks and good night. Jessica S. to the J., thank you and good night.
Kendra W. Thanks and good night. JD. Thank you and good night. Ronald D. Thanks and good night. Catherine E. Good night and thank you. Emily M. Good night and thank you. Samantha L. Thanks and good night. Frank J. Good night and thank you. Uh, Cindy A. Good night and thanks. Uh, Danielle F. Night. Good night. Uh, Brandon S. Thanks and good night. Uh, Carrie S. Thanks and good night. Gary W. Good night and thank you. Uh, Spirit Gal, thanks and good night. Anne E, thanks and good night. Mark D, good night and thank you. Shauna V, thanks and good night. Doug C, thank you and good night. Kathy S, good night and thank you. Adrian R, thanks and good night. Clint H, thanks and good night. Brian S to the G, good night and thank you. Good night and thank you to Rebecca E. Uh, Caitlin J, good night and thank you. Good night and thank you to Rebecca J. Uh, John D, thanks and good night. Melissa D to the B, good night and thank you. Uh, Bob S, uh, thanks and good night. Uh, Paraskebi, thanks and good night. Uh, I hope I got that right. Jen W, good night and thank you. Uh, Carol B, thanks and good night. Uh, Kimberly L, thank you and good night. Uh, Joe F, thank you and good night. Ryan B, thanks and good night. And thanks and good night to Marina S. Thanks and good night for supporting the show, everybody. Uh, sleep well.